The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Where do I start? What a tumultuous week. There's a rat amongst us. Actually, there's more than one rat amongst us. I'm going to get to that. I want to talk about the outrageous lack of justice that was not delivered in the Kate Steinle verdict in the People's Republic of San Francisco, California. I want to talk about Matt Lauer and his effect on men. John uh, Conyers, the uh, congressman, want to talk about their effect on men, on alphas. There's a war on men right now. There's been a war on men and on alphas, and it's exacerbating because of this, because of some of these Cretan, boorish scumbags, their their unacceptable behavior. We're going to share a sad story about uh, a good friend of this show, who passed away very recently. And, of course, we'll talk about the Pleasure Fest and other alpha male-related items. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the alpha. Make America great again. Your global five-star and global alpha male-in-chief from Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA, where we are now just nine weeks away. From the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, on the flight line, Saturday, February 3rd, 2018, Shelter Aviation in uh, Hangar 1A, right on the grounds of Tampa International Airport. It will be a fantastic day presented by Diamond Crown. Just received word that we've got a very special craft brewer that is going to participate, provide samples and goodies for the gift baskets, or for the gift bags. Funky Buddha Brewery down in South Florida. We featured them during Cigar Oktoberfest. Incredible, very unique beers, nice concoctions, and uh, received word a few days ago that they are in. They said, General, we have got to be a part of this. And so we are very excited to have Funky Buddha Brewery. We've got some other announcements over the next number of weeks. So a lot going on as we get ready for the end of the year. Don't forget, make sure you follow me. Go to CigarDave.com, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We're on all the social media platforms Twitter's my favorite platform, but I'm doing a much... Sergeant Steve, would you not agree I'm doing a much better job of simultaneously using uh, tw- uh, not only tweeting, but posting to Facebook as well as to Instagram? You must agree on that. you got to concur on that. You absolutely are. Yes, because uh, uh, Sergeant Steve brought me in and said, General, got to have a little straight talk with you. You can't ignore the other social media platforms. You're missing a lot of our alphas on Facebook and Instagram. So I still, again, love Twitter compared to all of them, but 
we provide our my commentary on uh, all the platforms now. All right. There is a rat amongst us. I don't have to tell you about the news that broke yesterday that Mike Flynn, the former national security advisor for, I think, what, 28 days, 29 days, 27 days, wasn't very long to President Donald J. Trump and the White House has cut a deal, pleaded guilty to one count of lying to the FBI about contact with the Russians. And again, it's always about the cover-up. All he would have had to say is, if they said, did you contact, did you talk to a Russian ambassador? Or any Russian? Yes. Okay. That's it. Never lie. It's always the cover-up. All you have to do is say, yeah, I did. Nothing illegal about that. And now the news came out that Robert Mueller, who, by the way, I don't want to hear about this. Robert Mueller's a man of impeccable integrity, a man of, 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 of beyond reproach. That is a load of bull. I'm going to post, Sergeant Steve, I'm going to send you some of the articles that I have read earlier this week talking about Mueller when he was a, uh, a prosecutor, also when he was the head of the FBI. He's no saint. He's no prize. And it's very clear from the outset this was part of the rat-infested swamp of D.C. They wanted, the deep state wanted to get Donald Trump. Mueller's part of it. They've all concocted this, and Mueller has been after Trump from day one. And now it says, now we hear that Flynn has been flipped, and he's going to testify against Donald Trump, stating that it was somebody from the transition, or Donald Trump had him reach out to a Russian official during the transition. Big effing deal. That is not illegal. He is the president-elect. What do you think? The president-elect who's going to be taking over? Why do you think we have a transition in this country? A, a uh, what is it, a 75-day transition, 80 days, whatever it is. We have it so that the incoming president can get his feet wet, can get things moving. He can talk to who, whomever he wants, period. And if he says to the Russians, hey, when I'm in, we're going to change policy, he has the right to do that. But again, they're going to fabricate everything to go after President Donald J. Trump. I said this before, but here's what it boils down to, Alphas. Here's where the mistake was made. Jeff Sessions, that dumbass hick goober from Alabama, who sounds like he's a damn redneck. And by the way, if you're a redneck from Alabama, I, I, I say this only in the highest comp regards. You can be a redneck all you want. No problem. But Jeff Sessions sounds like a goober. He makes Barney Fife look like a brilliant lawman, like a brilliant uh, officer of the law. But when the Democrats, the libs, and said, oh, you must recuse yourself, instead of having a sit big set of balls of steel like I have right in front of me on my desk. In fact, right here at my desk when I'm traveling and I'm doing my show on the road, I have an extra set of balls of steel that are encased they never leave. In fact, Sergeant Steve, I'm going to take a picture right now so everybody can see exactly what I'm talking about. It never leaves my desk. Now, it's also attached to me because I've got gigundous nads of steel. But Sessions rolled over like a wussified beta instead of saying, like an alpha, saying, I'm not recusing myself from anything. I didn't do anything dishonest. I didn't mislead anybody in the normal course of being a senator, I talked to numerous officials, including Russian officials, about all sorts of things, but I am not recusing myself. Do you think for a second that Obama's, that, that, that uh, uh, Holder or, or any of the other 
members of the cabinet would recuse themselves from anything or an investigation under Obama? Hell no. Absolutely not. Sessions rolled over. Instead of looking, saying, there is no way I'm going to recuse myself, there's no need to. Have a set of balls. Be an alpha. Let the testosterone freely flow through your blood vessels. Embrace the fact that you're an alpha, even though you're a dumbass hick goober from Alabama. But go ahead and say, I'm not going to change my mind. I don't care if the Democrats jump up and down or set themselves on fire. In fact, I would say if the Democrats want to set themselves on fire, please, I encourage them. I will bring more butane to, or, or lighter fluid to, to spew while they're lighting themselves on fire. But instead, this pansy-ass pussy. And by the way, Sergeant Steve, do not, under any way, shape, or form, you don't have to, seven seconds is already gone, you don't have to beep that out. We can call it what it is. This guy is an absolute wussified beta rolls over. It is uncomfortable. We wouldn't be in this position right now and have all these distractions over nonsensical items. One of the big liberals, Alan Dershowitz, absolutely not a Trump supporter, not a conservative, not a Republican, but what he is is a fair-minded individual that can listen. And by the way, I don't agree with a lot of what, what Dershowitz has to say, but I'm not offended when I, when I listen to him. I'd go to a speech to listen to him. And you know what? He's the kind of guy that you could say, look, Alan, I have a disagreement with you. Let's debate this. And he'd say, sure, great, let's debate. We're not these snowflakes that say, oh, geez, I've been triggered. I'm offended. Somebody said something I disagree with. Let me get on my safe space. Hell to the no. He's come out and said, there is no law. First of all, Trump didn't collude with the Russians to fix the election. No evidence. That dossier is a load of bull that the FBI and the NSA and the CIA used to start spying on Trump's transition team. That we know. But there is no law that says you cannot, if you wanted to, collude with the Russians or with the Israelis or with the Argentinians or with the Mexicans or with the Martians or, or, or uh, anybody living on the moon. There is nothing illegal about talking to a foreign country, talking to foreign leaders, and what they're trying to do now is say, oh, Trump, uh, Flynn's saying, Trump told me during the transition to go reach out to the Russians. Okay, you're the president-elect. What's illegal about that? The president didn't say to Russia, hey, let's fix the election, come up with all this lying nonsense about Hillary Clinton, let's go and, and, and hack her email. He didn't do any of that. This is a load of poppycock. Now, that's not the only, but it all goes back. Again, it all circles around to Jeff Sessions, that giant pussy of an Alabama hick, that dumbass redneck, a wussified beta that couldn't stand up and say, I'm not recusing myself. Instead, I have recused myself, and I have turned it over to to, uh, to whatever his first name, Rosenstein. What's his name, Sergeant Steve? Is it is it Mike Rosenstein? Is it John Rosenstein? Is it uh, Bernard Rosenstein? Whatever his name is. Rosenstein, who's now the, the uh, uh, Deputy Attorney General. It's all in his hands. I've turned it over. And what, did he, what does he do? Oh, conveniently, he brings in Mueller, who happens to be good buddies with Comey. Inside job. Insider trading, if it were in the financial world. Illegal as hell. 
Now there's another rat amongst us. And when I come back, I will tell you about my story with another rat that is living, that is eating, that is prowling amongst us. It's sinister, and I will tell you about it. Much to get to today. Got to talk about Matt Lauer. The feminists are coming against, uh, coming after us uh, alphas. There's no question about it. I want to talk about uh, the passing of a very good friend to the show. Got to get to that. We've got the National Cigar Litation Libation Ceremony. Of course, we'll tell you about the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. We've got some information on the FDA. They're going after the cigar industry. I Oh, by, but there is some good news if you're going to go visit the Pope and want to buy a cigar. We'll tell you about that. I am loaded. I may need Sergeant Steve. I know that the show goes two hours. I may need 20 hours to get to everything that must be gotten to today. So if we do end up finding that we have to go over, maybe we just do a special podcast. We'll see where we are. But we will continue front and center. There is a rat living, prowling amongst us. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, returns on Saturday, February 3rd, 2018 at Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers includes a buffet fit for an Alpha Male, great spirits, craft beer, Alpha Male camaraderie, and of course, plenty of Diamond Crown cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, are on sale. Get Info and tickets at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit Diamond Crown. The holiday season is upon us, and I can think of nothing better than to give your husband, your boyfriend, a co-worker, your fellow cigar connoisseur a gift subscription to the Cigar Dave Officers Club, where every month, they will receive incredible cigars, three great cigars shipped directly to them in an Officers Club pouch. The December 2017 Officers Club selection features the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigars. Vertical tasting with the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, the Nicaraguan Sungrown wrapper, and the Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper. Awarded the Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014, uses the finest tobaccos grown exclusively on Perdomo's most prestigious Nicaraguan farms. They use high primings, beautiful taste, rich, elegant, complex flavors. The Perdomo 20th anniversary, that's the December 2017 Officers Club selection. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, $22.95 per month. Gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars.
It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half-happiest season of all Hard to believe we're in the holiday season Christmas, Hanukkah, everything is just around the corner. New Year's. We are hard to believe this. Three weeks away until our annual New Year's Eve champagne and sparkling wine tasting maneuver edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We run that December 23rd and December 30th. We have a lot of preemptions because of bowl games and uh, holiday programming towards the uh, last couple of weeks around Christmas and New Year's. So we rebroadcast that. And uh, also don't forget the Cigar Dave mobile app. If you've not downloaded that for your iPhone, your Android, or your Kindle Fire, by all means do it because you get us live, noon to 2 Eastern time, anywhere around the globe. I don't know what that is, GMT. I think GMT, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, four hours now. So that would be uh, six, I want to say that would be, let me see, 1600 GMT, Zulu time. And we, uh, we'll post it. Sergeant Steve, let's put, we should put that up uh, at CigarDave.com, even though we've got noon to 2 Eastern time, because we have many of our worldwide listeners. I know Australia, I think it's, what, 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, something like that. So uh, in the U.K. and the European Theater of Operations, so we'll put that on there. But get the down, uh, download that, because this way you can listen to us live. We replay a loop the rest of the week. You can get on-demand shows, our archives, our podcasts, special shows, the Cigar Dave mobile app, worth your while to download. All right, there is a rat amongst us. Not only Mike Flynn, the former National Security Advisor to President Donald J. Trump, who is a uh, Benedict Arnold, and has uh, turned, even though he's the one that lied to the FBI, that doesn't change a thing. He was the schmuck that lied. He should have just been honest and said, yeah, I talked to the uh, Ambassador Kislyak. Yes, that's it. What would you talk about? We talked about various uh, items when we take over uh, uh, after January 20th. We've talked it. Nothing wrong with that. Now he's going to point the finger at Donald Trump saying, oh, President Trump told me to talk to him. So what? So what? You're the president-elect. He's the guy going to be running the company, a company, country. Every other president has talked to foreign leaders during a transition. Big effing deal. But there is another rat amongst us. Last week, after Thanksgiving, I, got a, I bought a large bag of Blue Buffalo Senior dog food, the chicken and rice kibbles for my canine companion and director of security operations, Royal Sultan. Put it in the garage. I've never had any mice or, or, or rat issues in the Pleasure Palace garage. But before Thanksgiving, for about four days, I had a lot of workers at the Pleasure Palace touching things up, doing some normal maintenance, some routine things that I always do before the end of the year, before the holidays. So one of my garage doors was open. Well, a visitor made himself welcome, and I'm not talking about a member of the harem. I'm talking about a rodent, a rat. So I look, and I had the dog food that I normally place uh, next to a bin. It was on the floor, but no big deal. I've never had any, any issues. And I start seeing little, part, little pieces of the dog food and then I see what looked to be rat droppings. So I do a little more investigation, and I find about a one-inch hole at the bottom of the bag. Aha! 
there is a rat amongst us. Rat amongst this five-star. So I tape it up. I elevate it and figure, okay, I, I get rid of I, I take a broom, get rid of all the droppings and, and all the, uh, the dog, you know, the food. And at that point, I order some traps, these plastic traps that are supposedly state-of-the-art. So while I do that, I elevate the dog food. The next day I come in, there's another hole. As a friend of mine said, did you not know that rats can climb? Well, I'm not really a rodent expert. So I then, I threw that bag out because there's no way I want the possibility of any disease or parasites in Royal Sultan. His official name, by the way, Pendragon's Royal Sultan. We call him Sultan. The rat traps come. I go online to YouTube. I'm reading everything. I'm watching everything. So I set the bait for it. And then, yes, last this was two nights ago. I'm setting one of the traps. I'm kneeling down. It's probably about 9 o'clock at night. And all of a sudden, I look and I go, holy shiatsu. And I see this dark rat making a beeline from one side of the garage to the other. So I've seen the culprit. I heard him, but I saw him. So yesterday morning... I wake up, go down to the garage, I let the dog out, go down to the garage, and I heard one of the traps fire off before I went to bed. So I'm thinking, I got that son of a bitch. Got him. Put four traps, put a little dog food, very sensitive. Again, these are state-of-the-art. What happens? The guy, the, the rat gets the food. I laid the traps perfectly. I baited them perfectly. Two out of the four traps triggered, but they didn't get them. So I am obsessed with this now. I go online, and I find, and I see on YouTube, and I'll get some links. Some of these, watching how these rats just get whacked, I've got, I've upgraded the game. The battle has continued. This is a war now against the rat. I have ordered four Victor M326 super industrial professional rat traps. This is a big rat. These smaller ones weren't going to do the trick. This one, of the, I'm going to lay all four of these. I'm telling, and I'm going to take pictures. I got a video that I'm going to lay out, and I will share with you. I am going to get that rat. There's a rat amongst this general. There's a rat amongst Americans with Michael Flynn. The parallels are incredible. But I'm going to get that little. I was like, I would get that little gopher. I'm going to get that little rat. And when I went on YouTube and saw how they get whacked fast, I watched about 30 of these. I couldn't get enough of it watching these rats get whacked. Unreal. All right, when we come back, the National Cigar Litation and Libation Ceremony. No rats during that prestigious ceremony. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line at Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City of Tampa is Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. It is an all-ticketed VIP event. 
It is a great day filled with fantastic cigars from J.C. Newman, our presenting sponsor, Diamond Crown, a fantastic Alpha Lunch Buffet, a nice Cigar Dave goodie bag with all sorts of fine goodies for you, and you'll also enjoy great craft beer samplings, spirit samplings, whiskey samplings. We'll be surrounded by aircraft at Shelter Aviation right in the hangar. It is a fantastic day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is an all-VIP ticketed event. Very, very limited. Go to CigarDave.com and purchase your tickets. That's CigarDave.com for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. Saturday, Feb 3rd, 2018 in Tampa. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. All right, before I tell you about today's cigar of choice, we have got a very busy month. Sammy Davis Jr. Well, first of all, on Thursday... A belated happy birthday to the Portuguese Princess Colleen, an integral part of the Cigar Dave crew. You will see her at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line at Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa on Saturday, February 3rd. Tickets available at CigarDave.com. We'll tell you more about that. And they're going briskly. We are way ahead of last year, by the way, because people had such a great time and the word's getting around. So a belated happy birthday to the Portuguese Princess Colleen. Next Thursday, December 7th, 1941, a day that shall live in infamy, and we will talk about that at the beginning of the second hour. We don't forget Pearl Harbor or D-Day or any of the important commemorative uh, events in our nation's history on the Cigar Dave Show. Next Friday, I, I thought it was Thursday, but next Friday, December 8th, Sammy Davis Jr. would have been 92. So we'll talk about that. We are three weeks away from the uh, champagne and sparkling wine tasting edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We're 10 days away from the start of the Festival of Lightation. that coincides with the start of Hanukkah, sundown December 12th. We have eight days and nights of great cigars. Frank Sinatra on December 12th would have been 102 years of age. we got a lot going on in the month of December. And one thing that's going to... Oh, Colonel Ange, December 19th, exactly. What is it about December, man? Everybody's getting... Uh, got to get everybody in December. It's crazy. I'm going to need a vacation after all these birthdays and everything else. But one important thing also in December is the fact that today is the first Saturday of December, meaning that it is the first cigar selection and libation selection of the month in 2017. So my cigar of choice, because I'm going to pair them up perfectly, so I've selected a cigar and a libation that will pair up magnificently. Or as Frank Sinatra would say, marvelously, just marvelous. I have selected the new Camacho Nicaraguan barrel-aged Toro. Now, you have heard me smoke and talk about the Camacho barrel-aged, American barrel-aged, which is Honduran Corojo tobaccos, which are aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. This is a little bit 
different. The new Camacho Nicaraguan barrel-aged uses Corojo tobacco from Esteli, Nicaragua, aged in barrels that previously held Flor de Caña Nicaraguan rum. They're aged for five months, so a little bit different taste profile than bourbon. Nice, intense Nicaraguan Corojo fillers. Extra old Nicaraguan rum barrels. They're aged for five months. Very, very nice cigar. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. A Mexican binder. Dominican Piloto filler. Honduran Corojo Lajero filler. And the barrel-aged Esteli Corojo also in the filler. And the, the, toba the tobacco is rolled in the same way as the Camacho Power Band, a bunching process that folds the tobacco in the filler uh, in an accordion style. So a little bit different method than cigars are normally rolled, but that's a traditional method of, of rolling and bunching the cigar. Three different sizes. A Robusto, five inches in length with a 50 ring gauge or 50, 64, seven inch. Suggested retail price, $10. The Camacho Nicaragua barrel-aged Gordo, a Magnum or, or, or Gordo size, 6x60. Very, very large cigar. 12 bucks. And the cigar that I have selected today that I have in my hot little hand, the Camacho Nicaraguan barrel-aged Toro. Classic Toro size, 6 inches in length, 50 ring gauge or 50 64ths of an inch in diameter, so it's under an inch. Suggested retail, $11. Made in Honduras. In the Diadema Cigar de Honduras Sociedad Anonima Factory, a very nice cigar released earlier this summer or midsummer. Beautiful cigar, beautiful black and uh, deep rust orange band. Beautiful cigar. Cannot wait to get at it today. Cigar altering and highly sharpened leaf exposing device. Self sharpening double edged stainless steel guillotine ready. A maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Just handed to me by one of our crack research scientists at the Cigar Dave R&D Laboratories. They wear the white coats. They got the pocket pencil protectors. Very geeky. But they design outstanding lightation devices. I've got... This is the Super Magnum. They have outdone themselves. We had the Magnum lightation device. This is the Super Magnum. Bigger tank. Got a big handle, almost looks like a 357 Magnum. Giant two flames that fly out of here. That's what I would use today. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. Outstanding. Let me get rid of the cap. Beautiful. Let me toast the foot of this magnificent-looking Camacho Nicaraguan barrel-aged, absolutely beautiful Ecuadorian Habana wrapper. Let me see. Oh, you get a nice amount of that. Flor de Caña rum. Very, very nice. Toast the foot of the cigar, taking our time. And by the way, if we have any dames that are listening, and I know we do, if you want to get some suggestions for what cigars to buy your... Alpha, your alphas, your man, husband, boyfriend, lover, whatever, good friends, go to CigarDave.com. We have a listing of all these cigars that we have smoked and enjoyed during the litation ceremony the entire year. You cannot miss it, but I'm going to tell you, some of the great cigars I would recommend off the bat, because people always do that as I puff and rotate. 
tell you what. The Diamond Crown Black Diamond, we launched on the show. The Pleasure Fest uh, on the flight line last February. Great cigar from J.C. Newman. The regular Diamond Crown, or Julius Caesar can't go wrong with. I'll tell you what, the to me, you cannot go wrong with the Padron 1964 anniversary Maduro, the 1926. Any of the Padrones you can't go wrong with. Love the Rocky Patel, the Rocky Patel 55, a great cigar. Any of the Gurkhas. I love the Royal Challenge. Very, very nice cigar. Let me do a few more touch-ups here. Can't go wrong. The Davidoff Nicaragua, also a very, very nice choice. The Avo Classic, always good. Can never go wrong. The Avo Synchro, some great choices. So, puff and rotate. All right, I'm going to boil it. Mm. Oh. Mm. <sighs> Even though... I've had to battle the rats amongst us, the one in my garage and Mike Flynn. I'm relaxed now. Hmm. Oh, by the way, here's a little tip. I was just reading a story, and I'm always trying to pass along tips for all of you. Interesting story. I was just going to mention that my blood pressure, after talking about the rats amongst us, has now come down from 270 over 210, down to my normal uh, about 125 over 78. But interesting story I was reading that when you go to the doctor, they always take your blood pressure, your vital signs, they look at your pulse, your blood pressure, and they always take it in one arm. Well, a couple of things, a couple of recommendations, if I may. There's something called white coat syndrome. When you go in to see a doctor, they wear their white coat, your blood pressure spikes. You go to the doctor, you go to the hospital, whatever. That's, that's classic, you always see it. That's why you always say, look, take it now, and then after the exam, I'm more relaxed, take it again. But something you need to tell your doctor or the nurse that takes it. You want them to take it not only in one arm, but the other, both arms. And what they have found is if there's a difference of more than 10 points on both the systolic or the di uh, uh, what is it? systolic or, uh, wait a minute, I'm trying to remember. This, uh, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. But the, the upper reading and the lower, uh, lower reading, what will happen is if it's more than 10, there may be some health issues. So just a little thing that I read that I want to pass along to you. So again, I'm trying to do my best just to look out for all of the alphas. So whenever I see something, that's exactly what I'm going to do is pass it along. All right, so it's systolic and diastolic. I knew that's what it was. So the systolic pressure over the diastolic pressure, get it in both arms. I'm looking out for my alphas, the members of the Alpha Army. That's the least this five-star can do. That's what I do. We shall continue. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. All right. So I wanted a good libation that I haven't had in a while that would pair nicely with my Camacho Nicaragua barrel age. Because this barrel age is going to be medium, medium full, nice spiciness. You can get that rum. Very nice notes of rum and just very pleasant as I smoke it. Mm, some nice pepper, mm, almost coffee-like. Definitely get the rum, a little sweetness too. But I wanted something that would pair up nicely that I have not had in a while. So I was looking at my bar selection here at Command Center Alpha, and I've got this beautiful bottle of Johnny Walker Black Label Blended Scotch, aged 12 years. Now, when there's an age statement, that means there can be no whiskeys that are younger than 12 years. 
There could be 15, there could be 18, but they can't have an 11, they can't have an 11 and a half, they can't have a five. It's got to be a minimum of 12. I'm down, no joke, to probably three shots, if that, in this bottle. And every time I visit the good friends Rocky Patel and Nish Patel, Nimish Desai, Dave Bullock down at Rocky Patel headquarters down in Naples. At the end of the day, we've always got some Rocky Patel cigars, and they break out the bottle of Johnny Walker Black. That's their favorite. So I always keep a couple of bottles because when they come and visit, got to have that ready. So I've got this bottle of Johnny Walker Black. It is a very nice, popular spirits, a nice blended scotch whiskey, meaning it's not single, it's not a, a, a single malt scotch, it's not from one barrel, it's not uh, one malt, it's blended. Very nice, from Scotland, as opposed to the double black, which is way too smoky and peaty for me. This is very smooth, very pleasant. The nice thing about this, it's premium, but it's not going to run you, it's not crazy, and there's deals all over the place. Suggested retail for a 750 is like $41.99, bucks. I've seen it as low as $30, $32, depending on where you go. So, I'm going to pour this now in my snifter, and it's got a very nice light straw color to it. Let me swirl it around. Wow, very smooth. Nice notes of caramel. A little honey, very sweet. Say cheers, take a sip. Ah, hmm. mm. uh, that is smooth. There's just something very special. I love bourbon, don't get me wrong. But there's just something very special about the taste of a Scotch whiskey. Just the malt barley they use, the water, depending on what region of Scotland. Now, I do not like a peaty or a very smoky type of of, uh, of whiskey. I like mine a little bit more on the brighter side, sweet side. Just don't care for that smokiness or that peat. I just don't want to take, like I'm eating peat moss. That just doesn't do it for me. But this, mm. Mm. outstanding. Great combination. My Camacho Nicaragua barrel aged and my Johnny Walker Black. You cannot go wrong in any way, shape, or form. All right. Before we continue, uh, a sad note here that I want to relate to you. We are mourning the loss of a good friend of the Cigar Dave show who's appeared on this show many times, Sergeant Jim Barry, who was the digital answer man, who was uh, really, they call him the digital answer man uh, with the Consumer Technology Association. And no matter where you live, he would appear on TV stations and radio stations, syndicated shows. You'd see him on the TV networks. He was their spokesperson, always would come with great gadgets, and we would talk to him on a regular basis. Sergeant Steve, how, he's been on the show now, what, it's about four years we've had Jim now? Yeah, yeah, and the, last time yeah. was just uh, in March. He was uh, at the Davidoff Cigar Lounge. He joined us. That's right. That's right. And And he looked great at the time, and... He brought the cool little drone. We, we talked about some great gadgets just coming off the Consumer Electronics Show. And, uh, in fact, I gave him some cigars, and I think we had a, a little cocktail to, to uh, kind of celebrate uh, the fact that he was joining us. We received word from one of the members of the uh, employees of the Consumer Technology Association. Steve, what was it? I think it was around early October that he had taken ill. Yeah, mid, early to mid-October, yeah early to mid-October that he had taken ill, and it did not sound good at all. And I reached out to her and um, 
didn't hear anything back. And then I happened to be just flicking through some different news items and, and uh, just catching up on some, some uh, things in my inbox and received word that Jim Barry, the digital answerman, passed away after a very short and quick illness at the age of 71. And he uh, passed away back in October. I want to say it was, I'm just trying to see here. I think it was, um, I think around mid-October, around October 15th. A press release was issued by the Consumer Technology Association saying they mourn the loss of its dear friend Jim Barry, passed away Friday night. This is back in mid-October at the age of 71, following a distinguished career in journalism. Jim served as the communication, Consumer Technology Association's digital answer man for the past 22 years, showcasing and explaining technology products to consumers via TV and radio appearances, along with newspaper interviews across the country. Gary Shapiro, the president and CEO of the CTA, said Jim was a remarkable person who was dedicated to and passionate about our industry. As a tireless media spokesperson, he helped introduce millions of consumers to the latest tech innovations. Jim was respected by everyone he worked with, including manufacturers, retailers, and the media, and made many friends along the way. He was a respected journalist who covered our industry in a thoughtful and insightful style. Along the way, he helped mentor many of our staff, educating them and igniting their passion for our industry. The entire CTA family will miss him dearly. We're going to miss him, too. He was a native of uh, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, moved and uh, became a Bostonian, his adopted hometown. He is survived by his wife of 40 years, Kate Berry, their two daughters, Moira Rose and Fiona. Our heartfelt sympathies and condolences to the Jim Berry family. Jim was just a wonderful, wonderful uh, gentleman, a great guest. We would always, he would always come on the show when we, you know, whenever he's coming to Tampa, he would call us. We always made it a point to get together and, uh, you know, he would stay afterward at length and we'd talk about all the latest technology. So we, uh, we mourn the loss of Jim Barry. Really very sad. When, we, when, I, when I got that news, that, that email that, that Steve had passed along, Sergeant Steve passed along to me, it really was uh, like a punch in the gut because I didn't expect it. He was always healthy and it was a very quick illness. So Jim Barry, the Communications Technology Association's digital answer man, friend to many in the media industry, technology. Rest in peace, my friend. We will absolutely miss you. And uh, when we do talk about technology, we will always uh, certainly think about Jim. Uh, there may be another digital answer man, but there certainly won't be another guy like Jim Barry. So Jim, uh, to his family, our heartfelt uh, sympathies. Really just a, a very sad story. And I know Steve and I discussed this, and it was really just uh, we were not uh, it just took us totally by surprise and I know that I enjoyed his interviews I'm sure you did always came with cool technology and the latest in gadgets so Jim Barry our, our good friend rest in peace my friend when we come back we'll wrap up this hour much more to get to hour two a lot to get to as well as we uh, talk about the alpha lifestyle and those enemies of uh, masculinity that would like to take away our rights to be a proud successful alpha male. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Vertical Sampler, including the 20th Anniversary Connecticut, the 20th Anniversary Sun Grown, and the 20th Anniversary Maduro. These cigars are handcrafted with the finest tobaccos grown exclusively on Perdomo's most prestigious Nicaraguan farms in Esteli, Condega, and the famed Jalapa Valley. Want these cigars shipped directly to you each month? Log on to CigarDave.com to join the Officers Club. 
1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, is Saturday, February 3rd, 2018, at Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City of Tampa. Tickets are going fast. Get yours now at CigarDave.com before they sell out. And what a great day it will be, presented by Diamond Crown, Hangar 1A, Saturday, Feb 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., all VIP ticketed events. Great event last year. We had one in Buffalo. Tickets are way ahead of last year. Your five-star VIP ticket includes a Cigar Dave Assault Pack consisting of six super premium cigars from J.C. Newman Cigar, including a Diamond Crown Black Diamond, a Diamond Crown Julius Caesar, the Diamond Crown Maximus, the Diamond Crown Julius Caesar 1895 Double Perfecto, the same size cigar that... J.C. Newman, Julius Caesar Newman, enjoyed. And by the way, that's only available in the Diamond Crown lounges across the country. And a Alpha Pleasure Fest exclusive with the Newmans, Bobby and Eric Newman, the Diamond Crown 1895 Double Perfecto. It's not released, not for sale. It's just been a cigar that the family has smoked, and they're going to include one in everybody's Cigar Dave Assault Pack. Huge Alpha Lunch Buffet. Tampa 1905 Cop Salad, Salem Smokehouse Buffalo, Hot Dog Station, Carnivore Carving Station, Ybor City Style, Paella, Pasta, Desserts, 
samplings of craft beer from Funky Buddha Brewing. They're going to have uh, samples of spirits and gin and whiskey and bourbon. A special Cigar Dave gift bag off the charts. Tickets, $170 plus service fee. Makes a great holiday gift. Trust me, you give one of these tickets to your alpha, he will be forever indebted. And we also have one VIP suite break. Go to CigarDave.com. All the info there. Hour two of the Cigar Dave Show is coming your way next. The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the General Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I have just done that. I have got my Johnny Walker Black Label. Just had a little refill. Ever so smooth and ever so delicious. Perfect pairing with my Camacho Nicaraguan Barrel Aged. We have a plethora of items to get to. A very important day that we will commemorate next Thursday. We will get to that. But we just looking at what's going on in December... Here from Command Center Alpha, Humidor 1A in the Cigar City. We are jammed. Absolutely jammed. We are 10 days away from the start of Hanukkah, which coincides with the Festival of Lightation. Eight days and nights of lighting great and smoking great cigars. That starts on sundown December 12th. Three weeks away from the annual New Year's Eve champagne and sparkling wine tasting edition of the Cigar Dave Show. We've got uh, nine weeks until the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line in the Cigar City of Tampa. A plethora of activities. Also, next Friday, Sammy Davis would have been 92, December 8th. We've got, uh, let's see, Frank Sinatra on December 12th would have been 102 years of age. And uh, Colonel Ange, I don't know, well, I do know what his age is, but I will not reveal that. That is classified. But I know he'll be celebrating with, I know what he's going to be smoking. He's going to be smoking either a Diamond Crown or he's going to be smoking a uh, La Gloria Cubana. Guaranteed. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. One of those two with some fine libations, maybe a little bit of, uh, of fine gin. And I believe I want to say December 19th is his birthday. So December 19th, a happy birthday to uh, Colonel Ange. And uh, last Thursday was uh, Portuguese Princess Colleen. So a lot going on in the month of December. An item that took place, a very important historical milestone that took place, that was perpetuated upon the United States of America, took place next Thursday, December 7th, 76 years ago, December 7th, 1941, a day that shall live in infamy. We never forget that day or any other important dates in World War II or other dates of significance to this nation. 
Here's exactly what the people of America, the citizens of this nation, heard on December 7th, 1941, and a day later. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. The Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, by air, President Roosevelt has just announced. The attack also was made on all naval and military activities on the principal island of Oahu. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. And so, we remember December 7th, 1941, a day that shall live in infamy. And sadly, I believe they're probably not teaching World War II or American history in schools today. You tell somebody December 7th, 1941, or September 11, 2001, most of them would look at you with an empty stare, a, a glazed-over look, having no idea what you're talking about. It is pathetic. It is pathetic. Instead of this nonsensical, common core BS that's being taught, they ought to start teaching American history, World War II history. And instead of this nonsensical common core math, when you say to somebody, hey, what's 8 times 6? Oh, yeah, 48. Know your multiplication tables. Know your division tables. 9 times 7, 63. 4 times 4, 60. No problem. Now, oh, no, no, no. Students can't do it that way. You have to now write it all out and carry the 4 and carry the 8 and, and, and do the 10s and 100s. What should take you one-eighth of a second now takes you eight minutes. And it really is absurd. That's what happens when government bureaucrats get involved in education. We all learned our multiplication tables by memory, by rote. Now, oh, no, no, that's not good enough. We need to see exactly. So if, if a teacher says, okay, what's uh, 7 times 5? 35. Oh, no, 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 I need to see the work. I need you to list it all. So it's going to take you three minutes to do that, so go ahead and start it. We are teaching kids in school today to be dumb lemmings, to not have common sense, to not think for themselves, that's why the importance of being an alpha, teaching your kids, friends, to be alphas, to be decisive, to take pride in being a strong, decisive alpha male with loads of smarts and common sense, to not apologize for that. And I fear that what we have seen with all these boorish Cretan scumbags that have harassed and abused women in the workplace, the Matt Lowers, the John Conyers, the Harvey Weinsteins, the list goes on and on. We are going to see a backlash against males, number one, and we're going to see a huge backlash against alpha males. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. The proof is in the pudding. And before I get to examples, I have absolute solid examples of an article written, an op-ed in the New York Times, an editorial in the New York Times, that slams men, absolutely, totally derisive about men. Men are now evil. We've always been evil to the feminists. We're the cause of all their problems. But it's gotten even worse now. But again, when we look at a Matt Lauer, 
And when we're hearing some of the things that Harvey Weinstein did and Matt Lauer, these are scumbags. These don't represent men or alpha males. An alpha male never in a million years would, uh, would, would, would have a self-locking button in his office so that while he's talking to a woman, he can lock her in. And by the way, I have been in executives' offices that have that. They can't get their ass up and close the door. It, it, it really is. The people that have those are insecure men. They're on a power trip. In fact, I've been in men's offices that have that, and they say they get up, and I go, oh, don't you have one of those buttons? They go, yeah, but I never used the thing. It was put in before me. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. You get up, you welcome somebody into your office, you close the door. But if you are a man today, I will tell you, in a business environment, if you're going to have a meeting with a female associate, you better make sure your door stays open or you have that meeting in a conference room or in an area where everybody can see what's going on. Men, alphas, you must be defensive. You must be proactive. All it takes is one woman to say, we were in a meeting and he tried to grope me. Now, that could be the furthest thing from the truth. But nonetheless, all they have to do is accuse you and they besmirch your reputation, and down goes your career, flushed right down the drain. It's going to happen. We've seen women do this in relationships. Remember, women doesn't like where it's going. You're going to break up with a dame. You're going to eject her from your harem. All she has to do is call the police and say, he got violent with me. He's put his hands on me, and they can kick you out of your own house. That's why I tell people, you're going to eject a woman from your harem or from your life, do it in a public place, never in your own home, never in her house always in a public place. We have to be smart about these things. It's sad that we have to today. But in 2017, this is how we have to operate. When you have a Gloria Allreds and her daughter, the Lisa Blooms, who are nothing more than paid as alpha male assassins, paid enemies of men that will take down a man even if it's not true, they could give a damn. We have to be smarter than them. We must be smarter. So you have to operate with a modicum of severe caution. So therefore, you're in a meeting with a woman, business environment, have the door open. Be in a conference room. And even if it's something that's very private you have to talk about, very sensitive, do it in a part of the office or a conference area or somewhere where you are not alone with that woman. That way they can never accuse you because they can say, well, wait a minute, I'm accusing this man. And all you do is say, well, was there somebody else in the room? Well, yes, there was a human resources person, or there's another person. Or, 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 or you say, well, where, where did this take place, this supposed harassment? In an open conference room where there's you know, windows all over. Of course, they're not going to do that. They know you'll get them, they'll be caught. But you have to play it cautiously and play it safe. So Matt Lauer has this thing, and then you're seeing some of the accusation. Even Katie Couric saying he would pinch me in the ass? Who does that? And now they're saying, now it's come out, that Matt Lauer, apparently a woman, uh, was, from what it sounds, was criminally violated, maybe even bordering on, on rape, in his office. She left the office, had to go to the nurse. Somebody else happened to see what went on, happened to take her to, had to take her to the NBC nurse. Who knew they had a nurse? It's kind of like in school. Go down to the school nurse. She'll give you an aspirin. I guess at NBC, if you got a headache, go to, go to, the, go to the network nurse. The nurse didn't notice what was going on. Other executives. And now it's coming out, people saying, oh, 
we all knew what was going on. Where were they? Where were the women when this was going on? Where were they? Where were the executives? By the way, the One Network, CNN, the Clinton News Network, the Communist News Network, that loves to go after President Donald J. Trump at every turn, nonsensical, I mean, things that are crazy. And I want to get to the Kate Steinle verdict in a little bit. But they, everything is always negative, anti-Trump this, anti-Trump that. Jeff Zucker, the president of CNN, happened to be the executive producer of the Today Show for many years and then became president of NBC. He worked closely with Matt Lauer. Came out with a very ambiguous statement saying there was never any complaints filed. Now that is legalese walking the line. What he's saying is, oh, there's no complaints filed, but I knew exactly what was going on. Zuck you! Zuck the hell off, Jeff Zucker. You knew what was going on, you damn lib, and did nothing. And what man does this? How insecure must Matt Lauer be? How insecure? Well, we know Harvey Weinstein, this guy, these guys couldn't get laid in a whorehouse for money. I mean, Matt Lauer at least looks presentable. When you look at Harvey Weinstein and some of these other pigs, they look like unmade beds. They look like Michael Moore. I talked about that last week. They're slovenly, they're unshaven. They're out of shape. They look terrible. But all these accusations against Matt Lauer, people knew what was going on. Whips out his tallywhacker and shows it to someone. Sex toys in the office, gives, gives coworkers sex toys. Come on, save that for your harem. Kevin Spacey, Charlie Rose, Louis C.K., all these clowns. Libs, by the way, you're telling me they don't know right from wrong? And I get a kick, and Matt Lauer said, now is going to give me time, I feel embarrassed and ashamed, to really reflect on things, to think about what I did. And then he interviews Bill O'Reilly going after him, knowing what he did? Oh, the hypocrisy. Those who live in glass houses, the hypocrisy is absolutely overwhelming. And it is going to have an effect on those of us who are alpha males, who are polite, who... Treat women with respect, because if you're an alpha male, by definition, you treat women with respect. You treat them right, you open the door for them, you, you, you know how to treat your dames and your harem. Period. You don't do any of this nonsense. Now, if you're in the workplace, and you are both single and, and consenting adults, and there's some flirtatious flirtation going on, do it outside the office. But you don't force yourself on anyone, and you can tell pretty early on whether there's chemistry or not. And if there's not, onward and upward. But this now will have a black mark on all of us alpha males. There is now a concerted effort. There was a war on men and alphas before, war on max masculinity. Now, what do we see? Oh, this is all toxic masculinity at its finest. This has been building for years and years. Now, at the bottom of the hour, when I come back, there was an, uh, an editorial, and I won't have time in the next segment, because I want to give this plenty of time. The editorial in Sunday's New York Times by Stephen Marsh or Marche, The Unexamined Brutality of the Male Libido. All I have to do is tell you the headline, and you know exactly where that article is going to go. But I can tell you this alpha male, and those of you, everybody that's listening, and females who appreciate alpha males, you know that is not acceptable behavior. We don't need to go through a course or to be taught, like John Conyers or, or Congress, pulling down your pants, showing up with boxers. What kind of nonsense is that? These are scumbags. 
They do not represent males or alpha males in any way, shape, or form. They don't have the class. They don't have the sophistication. They don't have the refinement. They don't have the manners. They don't have the courtesy that alpha males exhibit 24-7, 365. Never in a million years would an alpha male pull what Matt Lauer, Louis C.K., John Conyers, or Harvey Weinstein, or any of these other clowns that are coming out have pulled. Never. So at the bottom of the hour, you're going to want to... Wait till you hear this editorial. You will not believe it. The unexamined brutality of the male libido. You will not believe it. We're under attack. We are under attack, Alphas. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. All right, when we come back, got some good news for those of you that are going to visit the Pope and the Vatican and want a cigar. Got a few other things that we will get to. Much to uh, get your way. Don't forget Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shelter Aviation, Cigar City of Tampa, right at Tampa International Airport, presented by Diamond Crown. Tickets available, CigarDave.com. Full buffet. You get uh, cigars worth about $90 or $100. You're going to get samplings of great spirits and craft beers from Funky Buddha. We do the live broadcast from noon to 2. We'll be surrounded by airplanes. It is a great, with our whole Cigar Dave crew, it is a great day of alpha male pleasure. Go to CigarDave.com. All VIP ticketed event, guaranteed. You'll have a great time. Ladies, if you're listening, buy a ticket as a Christmas or Hanukkah gift for your squeeze, your husband, your, uh, your, your, your man. I guarantee he will absolutely have the time of his life. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to the general anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line. At Tampa International Airport in the Cigar City of Tampa is Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. It is an all-ticketed VIP event. It is a great day filled with fantastic cigars from J.C. Newman, our presenting sponsor, Diamond Crown, a fantastic Alpha Lunch Buffet, a nice Cigar Dave goodie bag with all sorts of fine goodies for you, and you'll also enjoy great craft beer samplings, spirit samplings, whiskey samplings. We'll be surrounded by aircraft at Shelt Air Aviation right in the hangar. It is a fantastic day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers. The Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, February 3rd, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is an all-VIP ticketed event, very, very limited. Go to CigarDave.com and purchase your tickets. That's CigarDave.com for the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the flight line, Saturday, Feb 3rd, 2018, in Tampa. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. 
To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Hey there, you with the stars in your eyes. Love never made a fool of you. You used to be too wise. Hey there. Hey, baby. I've got Spilkus as we get ready for Hanukkah and the holidays, baby. Sammy Davis, I mean that. I mean that, baby. Let me get a cool nugget ring and some nugget jewelry. Let me get my shirt open all the way up, baby. We're doing Vegas. The great Sammy Davis Jr. Next Friday, his birthday, December 8th, would be 92 years of age. Hard to believe. The hotel I stayed at, at the... Uh, uh, when I attended the Cigar Retailers Convention this past summer, where we broadcast from the exhibit floor, uh, exhibit floor in the various booths, I stayed uh, right at the Renaissance, uh, right across from the convention center, easy walk to the convention center in the 128-degree heat. But as I got off the elevator every morning and every day, I would see a giant picture of Sammy Davis, baby. Sammy. He was the guy. He was Mr. Vegas. Frank's, by the way, Frank Sinatra on December 12th, the start of... Uh, of the Festival of Litation and Hanukkah would be 102 years of age. Absolutely incredible. All right, good news for those of you that want to visit the Vatican and want to smoke a cigar. Very, very interesting story that I want to share with you. Pope Francis has banned the sale of cigarettes at the Vatican. He announced on Thursday that they're banning the sale of cigarettes. However, they are not banning the sale of cigars. And the new policies begin January 1, 2018. The announcement was made uh, and put out by Vatican, a Vatican spokesman. And the Holy See said that they cannot be cooperating with a practice that is clearly harming the health of people. Although the cigarettes sold to employees and pensioners in the Vatican at a reduced price are a source of revenue for the Holy See, no profit can be legitimate if it puts lives at risk, the statement said. But the, the spokesman said the sale of large cigars would continue for the time being because the smoke is not inhaled. I bet you Pope Francis enjoys a cigar. And there's a huge difference between cigars and cigarettes. So good news. If you're going to visit the Vatican, the Holy See, and you want to buy cigars, have at it. Cigarettes? Who cares? We don't smoke cigarettes. We could care less about cigarettes. Cigars? That's a different story. So if you want to have a cigar with Pope Francis, bring him a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Black or a brewski, belly up to the bar, and have yourself uh, a great time at the Vatican. Cigar friendly. 
Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, returns on Saturday, February 3rd, 2018, at Shelter Aviation in the Cigar City. This day of Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers includes a buffet fit for an Alpha Male, great spirits, craft beer, Alpha Male camaraderie, and of course, plenty of Diamond Crown cigars. Tickets for the Alpha Pleasure Fest on the Flight Line, presented by Diamond Crown, are on sale. Get info and tickets at CigarDave.com. The Cigar Dave Show is available 24-7, 365 via the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, iPhone, as well as Amazon Kindle. You don't need to be in front of a radio. You just need to have your mobile device ready to go. And you can listen to me take on the enemies of pleasure. Talk about the alpha male good life as we talk cigars, spirits, diversions, grilling, everything associated with the alpha male good life. So go download the Cigar Dave mobile app today presented by Diamond Crown. And you can listen to the show live noon to 2 Eastern time anywhere around the world. And as soon as the show is done, we run a continuous loop. The show is also available on demand, also our Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and the ability for you to record a message and send it directly to us. So go right now. If you've got an Android, an iPhone, or the Amazon Kindle, go and download the Cigar Dave mobile app presented by Diamond Crown. Never miss a minute of a Cigar Dave show with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Happy humidors. Happy humidors. While the general clipping happy humidors to you Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers we're in the jovial holiday spirit it's the humidor season and Cigar Dave is coming round bundles of sticks that he's got by the pound and when the general passes them round we're gonna light them up and burn them down it's the humidor season and a cigar day for looking resplendent is gonna bring a stick to every lieutenant he's the smoking superintendent so light him up and burn him down he sips the best cognac, drives Cadillacs. He stands up when the flag unfurls. He smokes the finest sticks, dates the hottest chicks. The ones we call the harem girls. It's the humidor season. The holiday season. So hoop-dee-doo and dickery-date. And don't forget to puff and rotate. When we get together and all I date, we're gonna light them up and burn them down. Got a girl so stacked you'd have a heart attack. She never makes him beg or plead. She ain't no stinking hick. She's a classy chick known for generosity. It's the humidor season. The holiday season. It's, uh, now you chicks are starting to tick me off. Great date. And don't forget to puff and rotate. When we get together and all I date, we're gonna light them up, baby. Light them up, baby. That's, that's, it's not right. Happy, Happy humidors to you. 
Happy humidor. It's humidor. It's humidor. Happy humidor. Come on, please. That's it. That's it. You chicks aren't getting paid. No Christmas bonus for you. Well, maybe we'll chip in and give him a bonus. Frankie Sumatra and the Cigar Dave Singers celebrating the holiday season. We've got Hanukkah coming up in 10 days. Christmas is uh, right around the corner on uh, uh, Christmas Eve the 24th and obviously Christmas Day the 25th. And before you know it, it is New Year's. We're talking 2018, and we are three weeks away from the New Year's Champagne at Sparkling Wine Tasting Edition of the Cigar Dave Show. Nine weeks away from the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, Saturday, February 3rd, 2018, in the Cigar City of Tampa, Shelter Aviation, on the flight line, Hangar 1A, great day presented by Diamond Crown. You're going to get six fantastic super premium cigars, huge Alpha buffet, all the details at CigarDave.com. We are well ahead of tickets from last year. Limited event because we want a nice intimate gathering one-on-one where we get to really uh, talk to everyone and, and uh, have a lot of interaction. So get your tickets. They have really, really exploded. Uh, frankly, I'm surprised that we're that much ahead of last year. But really, I'm not, as Trump would say, but really, I'm not, because I know what a huge, huge event and great time everybody's going to have. New York Times on Sunday in the uh, Sunday edition editorial op-ed uh, by Stephen Marsh or Marche. I'm not sure of the pronunciation. But there is a war, and I told this to you in the last segment, I hinted it last week. There is going to be, and there is a war against masculine men. There's a war against alpha males. There's a war against the male species. The feminists have been waging for over 45 years, but it's going to intensify with all these scumbag men who do not represent those of us that are polite, courteous alphas, but they're going to lump everybody together, and we're going to see a gigantic pendulum shift where every man is evil. Every male boss is evil. Anything you say to a woman will be construed as sexual harassment. If you see a woman and say, I love those shoes, or I love that scarf, very, very, very spring-like, or mm, you smell great, I love that perfume you're wearing, what is it? They will interpret that as a form of harassment, guaranteed. Now, I'm not going to change how I compliment. When I see a woman, and if she does look good, I don't just throw out compliments for the sake of it, but if she looks great, somebody I know, I look and say, I love that dress, or I love that. I love your, you know, did you change your hair color? Looks great. Love those shoes. That's being polite. Makes people feel good, especially if it's sincere and genuine. When somebody comes up to me, and it happens all the time, because I wear men's cologne every day, my Bulgari, my Dunhill Fresh, my Aqua de Joe, I will have women everywhere I go, airport, bank, post office, restaurant, saying, they'll say, what are you, they'll sniff, they'll like, what are you wearing? It smells great. I'll tell them Bulgari or, or Dunhill Fresh. They're like, i got to write that down. i got to get that for my husband or my boyfriend. Or they're like, oh, my God. And I've had women, literally, a group of them saying, I just came over here just to smell your per- cologne because it smells fantastic. I don't take offense to that. Or if a woman says, oh, my God, I, you look great in that suit or you know, love those trousers on you, I don't look and say, oh, they're just looking at me as a piece of meat. I'm a sexual being. And we gotten to the point where being uh, delivering genuine Compliments is now construed to be evil, to have sinister meaning. Is it now evil to make someone feel good by delivering a genuine compliment? I'm not going to change in any way, shape, or form. And if some feminist happens to take offense with that, too damn bad. Get the hell out of my way. Now, this editorial 
the New York Times Sunday, the headline, The Unexamined Brutality of the Male Libido. I don't even have to tell you about this article, and you know exactly where it's going to go. And I'm going to read, it's uh, about a four-page printed article, but I'm going to read excerpts, the relevant excerpts. After weeks of continuously unfolding abuse scandals, men have become quite literally unbelievable. What any given man might say about gender politics and how he treats women are separate and unrelated phenomena. Liberal or conservative, feminist or chauvinist, woke or benighted, young or old, found on Fox News or in the New Republic, a man's stated opinions have next to no relationship to behavior. Through sheer bulk, the string of revelations about men have forced men to confront what they hate to think about most, the nature of men in general. This time, the accusations aren't against some freak geography teacher, some frat running amok in a southern college town. They're against men of all different varieties, in different industries, with different sensibilities, bound together solely by the grotesquerie of their sexuality. So you can see right where he's going. Because we're male, of the male species, of the male sex, we are now grotesque in our sexuality. And again, this is a man. This, I can only imagine this guy's a wussified feminist beta. No question. I continue. Men arrive at this moment of reckoning woefully unprepared. Most are shocked by the reality of women's lived experience. Almost all are uninterested or unwilling to grapple with the problem at the heart of all of this. The often ugly and dangerous nature of the male libido. Again, the heart of this, he says, the often ugly and dangerous nature of the male libido. No, I've got a very healthy libido, but in no way, shape, or form would I, because I have a, a very active male libido and raging testosterones, would I ever want to lock a woman in, into my office? Would I ever want to deliver her sex toys uh, if I'm a coworker, pat her on the ass, or grope her, or, or forcibly uh, force myself upon her? Sorry, those are violent scumbag criminals that do that. That has nothing to do with them and their male libido. It has everything to do with them being total, unbecoming, impolite, boorish scumbags. He goes on. For most of history, listen to this. Pay close attention, alphas. We've taken for granted the implicit brutality of male sexuality. What? the hell is this guy talking about? We've taken for granted the implicit brutality of male sexuality, so now we're all, all implicitly brutal? I'm sorry. This is the nonsense that we're going to start hearing and seeing ad nauseum over the next year or two. Guaranteed, mark my words. It's our testosterone. It's our male libido. Brutality of male sexuality. It is, it is our, 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 our inability to become more feminine this is what we're going to start hearing. Our toxic masculinity, it's all a load of poppycock. The only sex between a man and a woman that could be... Oh, in 1976, the radical feminist and pornography opponent Andrea Dworkin said that the only sex between a man and a woman that could be undertaken without violence was sex with a flaccid penis. What the frick? The only sex between a man and woman that could be undertaken without violence was sex. This is what they think, that sex between a man and a woman intercourse is violent. Baloney. 
But this is what these feminists now are thinking. This is what we're going to hear. Oh, you make love to a woman, you're, you're, you're violent. Every form of sex with an erect penis now is going to be considered rape. Guaranteed. Even if it's consensual and pleasurable for the female, this is the feminist nonsense they will spew. She says, quote, I think that men will have to give up their precious erections. Really, sweetheart? No chance in hell, honey. You come and get it. You're not going to take my precious erection or any of my alpha's precious erections. All of you that are listening, we are protecting our precious erections. That's what we're going to start writing. Protect our precious erections. Let's get some signs and let's start protesting. Like those women wearing those giant pussy hats, the alphas, we will now have hats that with a giant erect penis that will say, protect our precious erections. The reality is, it's funny, we're not going to be as stupid as those feminists. But this is, this is how nonsensical it is. The article goes on, in the third century AD, it is widely believed the great Catholic theologian, Oregon, working on roughly the same principle, castrated himself. Well, that's not happening, sweetheart. Any of you feminists want to castrate me? Not going to happen. No chance in hell. If you want to castrate a wussified beta, you marry a guy and want to take his nuts, his uh, uh, former uh, balls of steel, and turn them into balls of mush, that's, your, that's between you and him. But any self-respecting alpha will never in a million years castrate himself or allow himself to be castrated by a girlfriend, a wife, or a harem. Fear of the male libido has been the subject of myth and of fairy tale from the beginning of literature. What else were the stories of Little Red Riding Hood or Bluebeard's castle about? A vampire is an ancient and powerful man with an insatiable hunger for young flesh. Werewolves are men who regularly lose control of their bestial nature. Get the point? There's a line, obviously, between desire and realization. And some cross it and some don't. But a line is there for every man. And until we collectively confront this reality, the post-Weinstein public discussion, where men and women go from here, will begin from a place of silence and dishonesty. The masculine libido and its accompanying forces and pathologies drive so much of culture and politics and the economy, while remaining more or less unexamined, both in intellectual circles and in private life. I live in Toronto, a liberal city in a liberal country with Justin Trudeau for a prime minister. By the way, he's a wussified feminine beta prime minister, biggest wussified beta I've ever seen. In fact, next week we're going to get to a, a video, and we'll play the audio, where he started crying when he was apologizing for Canada not respecting the LGBTQ, QQRS, T2, and all the other fruitcakes that are in Canada. Honest to God, the guy starts crying. Pathetic. Justin Trudeau is a wussified beta. Period. Article goes on. I have seen just how profoundly men don't want to talk about their own gendered nature. In the spring, I, publish a, I published a male take on the fluctuations of gender and power in advanced economies. I was interviewed over 70 times by reporters from all over the world, but only three of them were men. Men just aren't interested. I'm working on a podcast on modern, on modern fatherhood. Very often when I interview men, it's the very first time they've ever discussed intimate questions seriously with another man. Yeah, because we're not chicks that have to cry every two seconds and have to spill out our guts every two seconds. A healthy sexual existence requires a continuing education, and men have the opposite. There is sex education for boys, but once you leave the school, the traditional demands on masculinity return. Show no vulnerability. Solve your own problems. Men deal with their nature alone and apart. Ignorance and misprison 
Ms. Prisian are the norms, which is how we wind up where we are today, having a public conversation about male sexual behavior while barely touching on the nature of men and sex. The very few prominent men who are speaking up now basically just insist that men need to get better to be better feminists. Yeah, the hell with that. I'm not becoming a better feminist. I'm not becoming a feminist, period. And neither the hell are all of you, because you and I are all alpha males. And this nonsense where men have to become feminists is lunacy. Read the sentence one more time. The very few prominent men who are speaking up now basically just insist that men need to be better feminists, as if the past few weeks have not amply demonstrated that the ideologies of men are irrelevant. There remains no cure for human desire. It isn't actually about sex. It's about power. How naive must you not be to understand that sex itself is about power every bit as much, every bit as, every bit as, much as it's about pleasure? No, I'm sorry. No, it's about pleasure. It's about pleasure. It has nothing to do with power. And anybody that uses sex for power, I'm sorry, they're not an alpha. Listen to this as we wrap this up. Acknowledging the brutality of male libido is not, of course, some kind of excuse. Sigmund Freud recognized the id and knew it, was, knew it as a chaos, a cauldron full of seething excitations. But the point of Freud was not that boys will be boys, rather the opposite. The idea of the Oedipus complex contained an implicit case for the requirements of strenuous repression. If you let boys be boys, they will murder their fathers and sleep with their mothers. Whis whiskey, tango, foxtrot, what the friatsu? If you let boys be boys, they'll murder their fathers and sleep with... What kind of absolute bull nonsense, bullshiatsu, is this? This is how nuts this guy is, this author, this Stephen Marsh. Oh, I see. So that if you let boys be boys, we'll murder our fathers and sleep with our mothers. Is that perverted or what? This is the perversion now, the, 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 the making up of nonsensical facts that we're seeing. Last two paragraphs. The crisis we're approaching is fundamental. How can healthy sexuality ever occur in conditions in which men and women are not equal? How are we supposed to create an equal world where male mechanisms of desire are inherently brutal? Again, here it is with the brutal thing. Because we desire someone, because we want to sleep with someone, we want to date someone, we want to be together with some, all of a sudden, that's inherently brutal? We cannot answer these questions unless we face them. Yeah, well, I'm not facing any of it because it's all a load of total bull. I'm not asking for male consciousness-raising groups. Let's start with a basic understanding that masculinity is a subject worth thinking about. Yeah, and you know what? I do that, and you do that. We do that every week. We talk about being proud alpha males. We do think about it. We do talk about it. But not in this concept, context where we're all inherently brutal and we all want to kill our fathers and sleep with our mothers. That is borders on comedy. It really does. That alone would be an immense step forward. He says, if you want to be a civilized man, you have to consider what you are. Pretending to be something else, some fiction you would prefer to be, cannot help. It is not morality but culture. Accepting our monstrosity, reckoning with it, that can save us if anything can. So I see that because we're men, we're males, it's a monstrosity. We've got this inherently brutal line. We've got this line that, that we, are, we are basically the only sex between a man and woman can be, that could be undertaken without violence is sex with a flaccid penis. Uh, that the masculine libido 
is a cause for all problems and issues, that it's ugly and dangerous. This guy is an... I gotta, I gotta look this guy up. I wanna see what this guy looks like. Stephen Marche, or Marsh. I, I gotta see this guy. I mean, th this is... Oh, ha ha! Sergeant Steve, post a picture of him on social media. This guy, first of all, this guy, there's no question, without any doubt, not an alpha. He's not one of us. There's not a lick of testosterone flowing through this guy's vein. This guy is the prototypical wussified beta, very, very weak. All right, I've gone on long enough. Screw this guy and screw everything he has to say about the male libido. As alphas, we know who we are. We're polite. We treat women well. Final concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. The December selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Vertical Sampler, including the 20th Anniversary Connecticut, the 20th Anniversary Sun Grown, and the 20th Anniversary Maduro. Each cigar uses Nicaraguan tobacco from Perdomo's Farms in Esteli, Condega, and Jalapa Valley, giving them a rich, elegant, and complex flavor. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. The holiday season is upon us, and I can think of nothing better than to give your husband, your boyfriend, a co-worker, your fellow cigar connoisseur, a gift subscription to the Cigar Dave Officers Club, where every month they will receive incredible cigars, three great cigars shipped directly to them in an Officers Club pouch. The December 2017 Officers Club selection features the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigars. Vertical tasting with the Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, the Nicaraguan Sungrown wrapper, and the Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper. Awarded the Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014, uses the finest tobaccos grown exclusively on Perdomo's most prestigious Nicaraguan farms. They use high primings, beautiful taste, rich, elegant, complex flavors. The Perdomo 20th anniversary, that's the December 2017 Officers Club selection. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, $22.95 per month, gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. <laughs> All right, 
those of you in Buffalo listening at 930 WBEN, great place that is cigar-friendly and libation-friendly called Alternative Brews. Sad news, they are actually closing. This will be their last weekend. They opened June 2nd, 1995, one month before we started the Cigar Dave show. And uh, Paul Madsen, who's been to many of our events, opened Alternative Brews right on Sheridan Drive, right uh, in one of the suburbs in uh, Amherst. Turned it from a Chinese restaurant to a cigar-friendly bar that has over 150 types of beers, loaded with great spirits. And after 22 years, he has sold the property. It will be closing. It was grandfathered in after the smoking ban. Very, very sad. So, uh, Paul, wish you the best. Sad to see alternative brews uh, going away. The Kate Steinle decision that uh, the jury rendered acquitting Jose Inez Garcia Zarate, absolutely outrageous and unconscionable. I am beyond outraged. The San Francisco jury ignored law. Justice was not served. More in the uh, weeks ahead, I'm sure. All right, don't forget, Cigar Dave Apple Pleasure Fest on the flight line in Tampa, Saturday, February 3rd, 10 to 3 p.m., CigarDave.com for tickets and info. Cigar Dave, the general saying, may your humidor always be full, may your cutter always be sharp, may your ash be extra, extra long, semper delicatio. Always pleasure, long live the alpha, make America great again, whack the rats that are amongst us. Remember Pearl Harbor Day next week.